Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow and S&P, both lower. NASDAQ is higher, up four-tenths of one percent. We've got the 10-year down 11.30 seconds at yield 1.49%. Gold up 260 the ounce to 13.55, a gain there of two-tenths of one percent. Stocks are being moved to lower via a route in energy producers. Crude oil plunging through $40 a barrel for the first time since April. Crude is now down 4% at $39.92, a drop right now of $1.68 a barrel on West Texas Intermediate. S&P down 3 to 2170 a drop there of two-tenths of 1%. The Dow down 39 points, a drop there of two-tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 19, a gain of four-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. The Institute for Supply Management, the U.S. factory sector decelerating modestly in July, but posting a fifth consecutive month of growth. What does this all mean? Well, that's why we have Brad Holcomb. He is the chairman of the Institute for Supply Management, and he joins us from Tempe, Arizona. Brad, thanks very much for being with us. Tell us about new orders and production. They're both growing, aren't they? Well, they are. And as you mentioned, the PMI is off uh, just over a half a point, but still pretty consistent with uh, what we've seen for the past uh, few months. Uh, New orders is leading the way at 56.9. It's down a tenth of a point, uh, still a very strong number, uh, supported by a number of our our largest uh, industries. And production is up seven-tenths of a point. Uh, to not only keep up with new orders, but it also had the opportunity to work into the backlog of orders, uh, which is down four and a half percentage points to 48 this month. Well, Brad, you know, bottom line, as long as the Purchasing Managers Institute that you at the Institute for Supply Management produce is above 50, it signals expansion. And I'm on my Bloomberg now, and I'm you know, scrolling back and scrolling back. I mean, we haven't been below 50 probably since the, you know, the final months of the Great Recession. And even with the components that, you know, it's really hard to nitpicky, get nitpicky except maybe for, you know, the employment component fell just below 50 because production stayed strong, new orders eased off a bit, but still well above 50. In, do you see any sign of a, a real cooling off here? No, I really don't. Uh, you know, and I, I really appreciate your comments because it's hard to take issue with uh, with the number set today. Uh, it looks a lot like last month, quite frankly, and as I said, the continuation of the trend for the last five to seven months. On the employment one, you know, we expect it to hang around 50 for the rest of the year uh, to end up with zero employment growth between now and the end of the year. It's just the way the planning has gone. So there's nothing here that surprises me this month, and it's it all feels uh, uh, pretty consistent, uh, as I said, with the trend set up this this year earlier. Brad, does this seem consistent with the most recent uh, GDP report of 1.2 percent growth? Actually, we would uh, have uh, you know correlated and predicted higher between two and a half percent if we average January through July and even 3% uh, based on uh, the July number. 
so if the rest of the economy sort of, you know, flanged up with us, we'd be at higher numbers. Well, this is a very important question Pim puts on the table because what we got in that GDP report is that the U.S. economy, especially after all the revisions going back to 2013, is now growing at a 1% year-over-year rate. It is steadily decelerated even as your ISM index has held up. Does that mean the ISM index is no longer a good indicator for the broad economy? Or is it simply that it's just a good indicator for the part of the economy it makes up, which is factories, manufacturing? Well, that's particularly a good indicator of the manufacturing sector, but also, you know, in a couple of days, we'll all see the non-manufacturing report, and then together, we represent the entire GDP from our perspective, and that is about 700 professionals sitting in in plants and and, uh, service companies across the company telling us exactly what it looks like from inside. Uh, the government numbers, you know, I'm not familiar with the process. They're revised from time to time. We rarely, if ever, do that. Uh, so this is, is, you know, is, is real data based on a, a pretty broad survey. Brad, I'm wondering if you could tell us what some of the respondents have said to you, uh, particularly if you'd like to begin with the plastics and rubber products. They seem to be a bit more optimistic. Let's see, plastic, yes, plastic and rubber products, uh, industry. One of the comments was seems to be a bit more optimistic, uh, in the markets, but U.S. presidential race might dampen the, uh, the mood. Um, I, personally, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think we've all factored that in. It is what it is. It's going to be one or the other, you know, and we'll see later on what that means. Brad, uh, going back again to the GDP report, uh, almost everything was negative. Um, certainly any kind of construction, any kind of private investment was down. Another reason why it's kind of interesting and surprising maybe to see factories holding up so well. But exports right. were also a small positive contributor. What, which, which companies that you survey, who's doing well on the export side? Uh, exports is, is, uh, finished goods. Um, so it covers, you know, pretty broad. Let me just turn to that particular page. Uh, but again, exports is, uh, is finished goods, whereas imports is raw materials. And in terms of what's, uh, what's going and, and growing, uh, paper products, computer and electronic products, uh, fabricated metal products, food, beverage, and tobacco, and transportation equipment, as well as chemical products, are on that list of of growing in that category. Brad, just quickly, commodities moving higher in price include copper. That should be good for the industrial sector, no? Well, yes. Um, You know, copper is actually on both lists, up in price and down in price, as uh, indicated by different respondents. It could be a timing issue. But generally speaking, the metals are going up uh, in this time frame. All right, Brad Holkman, thank you so very much for joining us from the Institute for Supply Management, putting out its purchasers, Purchasing Managers Index. It's basically an index of manufacturing growing for the fifth straight month but decelerating. This is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, a look at Cantel Medical Corp on the future plans for the company as a new CEO takes over.